the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Woo! It's Friday night. Friday, living free. <laughs> yeah, living free. That's right. Nowhere I'd rather be than hour two of the AK show. We're at two hours now, baby, 6 to 8 p.m. here on The Answer San Diego. Glad to have you guys here with me as we roll into Easter because tomorrow we're off. That's why tonight is our Friday night here. The question last hour for y'all was, what What are your Easter, Easter traditions, if you have any, if you want to share those with us? And I tell you, I got so many answers on Facebook as to what you men are looking for in women. Oh, good. Yeah. You can give us a call on that, 888-344-1170. We'll keep, we'll keep that, you know, that option, that uh, topic open for you as well. In a moment, I'm going to bring in my man, Dave Elhoff, the financial thought doctor. There's actually some really, um, you know, we had so much good news. Uh, Last hour, we got a little bit of not so great. We got to share with y'all economic wise and the financial thought doctor will tell you what you need to go in regard, need to know in regards to that. We've got uh, later on in the show, we've got uh, some great news coming out of Florida of course, our Governor DeSantis has signed a new bill into law that y'all are going to love. I mean, it's just almost like every day. It's like a shock and awe of DeSantis and the good news and what he's doing for families and kids down there. All right. Here with us all the way from Arizona. I didn't know he had gone zony on me. He's a zony now, evidently. <laughs> it's Dave Elhoff, the financial thought doctor. Hello, my dear. Hey, AK. How are you? I'm great. Are you over there for Easter? Yes. What's, yeah. y'all, what's y'all's Easter tr- traditions? Do you have any that you can share that are like clean and rated G? Rated G? We usually just go to brunch somewhere. Nice. Oh, I like that idea. Make it easy. <laughs> let yeah. Some, yeah, let somebody else do the cooking. I didn't know you were that wealthy because I don't know anybody else who can afford to go out and eat right now. Who can afford the $7? <laughs> Who can afford the seven dollars in gas just to drive to, you know, uh, talk to the clown at the drive-through or Mickey D's? Well, there you go. That's I heard a report today that the average family is going to have to spend more than five thousand two hundred dollars this year just to keep pace with inflation, and they don't have it. No, they don't have it. And I think that was before we actually got breaking news today. And I think I sent this article to you. Hopefully I did. That Amazon, people thinking they're going to save the $7 in gas, right? And I've actually heard this from people thinking that, well, I just, I'm not going to drive to the store. I'm not going to drive the five miles to Target. I'm going to order on Amazon and have it delivered. Well, um, Breitbart is reporting today that Amazon 
plans to offset rising fuel and inflation costs by shipping um, by shifting them to the third party sellers. Uh, this will begin next month, and it's going to be five percent for a fuel and inflation surcharge that's going to go into effect here. Um, really soon. There's 2 million third-party sellers on the platform. And um, that's... Like like Amazon doesn't know that this is going to end up causing a a price increase to the consumer? Well, of course they're going to know, but I guess you should ask them, do they care? (laughs) Yeah, it's a better question. I I think that any major corporation that's out there is in business to make a profit, and if they're not making a profit, then they can't be in business. So they got to pass the costs on to someone. Well, but let me ask you this, because this is owned by Jeff Bezos, right? Uh, uh, who yeah. is, was, he kind of goes back and forth with Elon Musk as being the richest man in the world. So, and I, look, look I am the first person with you, Dave Elhoff, financial thought doctor. I don't like the demonization of corporations. I love entrepreneurs. I love those that start with an idea and a dream and they take the risk financially, they take the risk legally, and they turn it into something phenomenal. But they shut down mom and pop short stores all over this country and particularly in California when you could congregate in the book section of Walmart but not in a mom and pop bookstore, right? And Amazon warehouses, you couldn't go and shop locally but Amazon warehouses were full of employees, right? And so Jeff Bezos has made a fortune uh, while mom and pops and small businesses were destroyed intentionally by COVID. So I'm not digging him doing a surcharge that's going to end up hurting the average American. Am I wrong? You're not wrong at all. It, and, uh, you know, you did send me that video of Janice Yellen. Yeah. About greening uh, or going green. Well, hold on, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. I want to play. You heard that, but I want to play that for the listeners so they can hear what okay. Janet Yellen, who's the head of Treasury, and what she's talking about here. The recent IPCC reports confirm that our window of opportunity to leave our planet worthy of our children and our grandchildren is even closer to being permanently shut. We must redouble our efforts to decarbonize our economies, recognizing that countries will use a range of tools, including carbon pricing, regulation, and subsidies to achieve needed emission reductions. Wow. So before before you respond, so help me to understand what she's saying. This is the head of Treasury talking about um, the, trying to incite panic. We've got a window here in order to decarbonize our economy before before the apocalypse hits and 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 the world just you know d- you know erupts spontaneously, combusts itself. And the way to do that is all these regulations. Your thoughts? Well, here's my thoughts. They're going to kill the world if they pursue the green energy deal the way they're pursuing it. Take a look at Germany. Ask Angela Merkel what what happened to them when they tried to go green. Now they're dependent on 80% of their energy costs to Russia. Mm-hmm. And all those green incentives that they put in there are all burned up and they're in the hurt locker. Same thing's going to happen here. We have liquid gold underneath the surface of 
our country here and we can be in energy independent and we can work towards the future of trying to get other kinds of energy sources. But if you really want to solve the problem, build a few nuclear plants. Yeah. Yeah. They don't want to solve the problem. They no. What they want is to usher in their new world order, their globalist schemes, their great reset. They want to scare you through panic, whether it's over COVID or whether it's over, um, you know, another reboot of Al Gore's Inconvenient Truth to try to scare you into thinking that if you, you know, um, that if you're not okay with $7 a gallon of gas or your price is being jacked everywhere now on Amazon, um, but we're, we're looking at um, highest inflation in 40 years, gas prices up 48%, electricity up 11%, meat, poultry, and fish up almost 14%, milk 13%. Used cars, 35%, and and on and on and on. They're trying to get you through panic to, first of all, as we're going into the election, they don't want you to blame Biden for it. The Ukraine-Russian war was was an excuse for them and is is an excuse and a pathway for their great reset. And, you know, we've got to hope, Dave Elhoff, that the Republicans are going to really take over the House and, and the Senate and actually restore some sanity to our lives via the energy sector. But I'm concerned it might be too late by that point. Your thoughts? I, I tell you, it, it, Biden is trying to ruin it, and the leftists in this country are trying to ruin America, and they're doing an unbelievable job on it, reversing everything that Trump did. Looked and Dave, it's really only been the off. first year. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the polls are starting to show it. What's he got, a 33% approval rating? Yeah, even even birds are dumping on him. I don't know if you saw that. I mean, did you see the the Saudi Arabia skit that was like a mock, a a riff on Saturday Night Live? No. That was hilarious. You'll love it. Um, But we're, we're, we're not just laughing stocks. We're, we're going down the drain economically and also from, from a national security standpoint. And we have three and a half years left with him, Elhoff. I'm not sure, because I'm not an economist, I'm not sure that it, it's enough to get the Republicans in, to take both houses of Congress because whatever they pass, he can veto. Yeah, exactly right. Well, I, I'll tell you what. Just like the doctors out there, at first, do no harm. He didn't have to do anything. If he would have mm-hmm. just sat tight and done nothing, we would be better off than he's done. And the vast majority of Americans are now realizing what an idiot this guy is. And his policies are totally off the mark of doing anything for the American people. Right. You know, I, I, I'm... I'm glad you're reminding people about Trump and, you know, he's he's done everything. Initially, he blamed Trump for the inflation and the supply chain issues. And then it was blaming Putin. Hopefully the American people are wise enough to realize uh, the truth here and the reality of it. And hopefully the Republicans, if they take control of the House and the Senate, can start, you know, you know, ushering in some things or maybe or maybe even. Um, you know, maybe even they'll wise up. I'm, I, you know, if they know that they're going down in, in the election, maybe they'll try to turn things around over the summer. You know, Skins is looking at me going, no way. No way that they're going to change course. Oh, their they're game plan do- is to destroy America, and they like doing it way too much. Yeah. Yeah. 
the state of the affairs that we have going on in this country now. It's we- sad. It is sad. It is sad. And um, let's try to turn this into a positive before we let you go, because people are panicking right now. If they've got some money to invest or if they've got a house, we're hearing reports that the housing market is changing and people are starting to wonder whether or not they need to go ahead and dump off their house at this point. But people aren't sure if whether or not it's still time, you know, the ability to buy. I don't know who can buy right now um, with, with the way things are. I know you've talked before that there are some ways that you can put your money, um, you know, in, in, in some kind of not recession proof funds. But can you help people? Yes, I can. And uh, it's having a conversation, folks, because what you see and what I see it's going to be two different things. And what you don't see is what's going to hurt you. And you need someone, an extra pair of eyes looking over your shoulder and going through your finances and finding out where you are transferring wealth. One to 5%. I found most of my clients are one to 5% transferring wealth unknowingly and unnecessarily. And after having a conversation with me, we can identify where that is and recapture it and put it to work for you. But that's you what people need. One percent or five percent is not that big a deal, but it can be huge. Well, yeah. I mean, you think about just the margin right now of the impact that uh, those numbers have made in our lives in terms of the increase in cost of electricity, meat and poultry and fish and milk, et cetera. Um, you know, um, it's, it's sometimes it's the incremental that makes all the difference in the world. Tell everybody how to get a hold of you. Call me on my cell, 619-548-0965. 619-548-0965. Let's have a conversation, and I think I can help you get a good outlook for the future financially so that you don't have to be threatened by all this fear-mongering that's yeah. going on by people that think they're in power. Right. They think they're in power. That's true. Take your power back over your money. It's a scary thing, right? We're so intimidated. Yeah. If we're not trained in an expert like you, it, it can be really frightening. But the solution isn't to, to ignore it and to bury your head in the sand. So I started inviting Elhoff to come on to the Financial Thought Doctor, Dave Elhoff, to come on because he is an expert in this area. And I personally know him and I, and, and I trust him. And we, we, can, we need to take our power back and not just from the government, but take power over our own lives and our money. Dave Elhoff, Financial Thought Doctor, God bless you. Have a very happy Easter. Thanks for being here. Happy Easter. Thanks, bud. All right, now before we take a break, Bill from San Diego is on the line, and he's got a comment. I think he's a former liberal, and I'm not sure what flipped him. Bill, welcome to the San, uh, to the Andrea K. Show. Hey there. Yeah, can you hear me? I can. What's on your mind, my dear? Yeah, I'm 72, so I was a pot-smoking hippie back in the 70s and all that, and uh, <laughs> for McGovern, and uh, what's his name, that came in before Reagan. But when I saw Reagan come in, I thought uh, I started to see things differently. And so I knew about Marx and Lenin and all this stuff, and I thought it was all cool back then. But now I realize by January 10th, when Biden took over the White House, I knew it was all a scam and he stole the election. And I also knew he was following what's called the Lenin-Marxist Agenda which Lenin, a complete diabolical genius, had developed. And that is where you create chaos in the streets and you, then you uh, bring in your federal troops or whoever to save the day and you look like the great savior, like a big brother of Stalin. 
And you also, so I thought way back then, I thought, well, come about July 4th, 2022, this is before COVID, uh, they'll probably do that. He's going to let out tens of thousands of felons. He's got the borders open with all these criminals and gangsters coming in. So by, if he lets out the felons, say May or June, then by the 4th of July, there'll be chaos in all the streets and gang warfare going on. And he can declare martial law, bring in the federal troops. And then at that point, he could suspend the constitution. So there will be a vote in November. So this is a complete communist takeover. And that's their agenda. It has been since uh, Lenin developed this back in 20 or 1916 and 17. And they're kind of, kind of following that agenda. So I think this is like impossible. I suppose it could happen, but ironically, that is their agenda. And then a couple other quick comments. The Premium Basin in Southwest Texas, 1,500 square miles of oil. And I heard on a radio program, they don't have young worker guys in their 20s to go out there and work and fix the, the wells and to drill them. And they said, we have enough oil to get us out of the oil uh, you know, loss in the United States. And number three, in 1960, they had already developed thorium reactors, which aren't radioactive and they're safe. But, of course, they needed fissile material and plutonium for the Cold War that was developing. So we could build these uh, uh, sections of thorium reactors all over the United States, 50 or 100 of them, in 20 or 30-mile square areas. That would just be these grids that would interlock like networks. And that would change the whole system that we could do electricity easily and safely. Uh, we could burn up the, the fissile material that's being stored like at San Onofre near me mm-hmm. and use that for material. Well, you know, I like all your points that you're making, man. Um, thank you for calling in. I'm not an expert in energy, but yeah, I, I'm not surprised to hear that there's there's um, a lack of useful workers uh, for the oil fields. Um, and yeah. I think you're you could be right in terms of what you think uh, the what the game plan might be because. Um, I mean, think about it, Andrea. They know they're losing power. They know they're losing power. They know it's desperate. No matter what they try to do and who they try to blame, the American people are fed up. So it would be interesting to see. After they pull the plug, they pull the plug and they basically start gang wars in the streets. So they have an excuse to declare martial law. Well, it's getting it's getting crazy out there in the streets. It it certainly is. And they're they're fomenting the anarchy in the streets. Thank you for thank you for calling in. Thirty thousand. They left thirty thousand felons out in the street in May or June. What do you think is going to happen? Exactly. What do you think is going to happen? We got a break. We're past the point. Y'all come on back. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. If you want to email me, feel free to do so at andreakshow.com. In fact, I got an email during the break from Alice, and she says, and Alice, thank you so much for emailing me, by the way. You've emailed me before. Appreciate you and your listenership. Alice says, am I the only one that gets offended when you discuss eating critters, such as bunnies, squirrels, etc.? I confess to eating meat, really not into a discussion on the subject. Surely there are other things to use airtime. True. You know, um, there's lots of things to talk about. I couple things here. And the reason why I'm going to read this on air is because, you know, it's a way to share a little bit more about myself. Um, I am obsessed with food. During most breaks, I'm on Instagram um, looking at food. And I watch, uh, you know, I, I window shop food recipes. It is probably my main hobby. The second thing next to politics that, uh, that I'm obsessed with. And then the third would be true crime. Second of all, I come from really poor people. I come from Cajun people and Southern people. My dad grew up in a home with a dirt floor. Uh, my grandma was a maid at, at, at times. 
and uh, my mama grew up on a dairy farm, and we ate what we could get off the land. That's the, my people that I come from, and so um, we're not precious when it comes to animals because, other than our dogs and our and, and our pets, um, we because that's how we survived, my people. So hopefully that gives some context, and that we didn't mean to be insensitive in terms of you know animals out there. So anyway. Okay. So, but thank you, Alice. If it, the rest of you want to email me with topic suggestions or feedback, com. All right. Got to swing back down to Florida. Um, Governor Hero, Governor DeSantis signed. He's still doing it? He's doing it, man. He signed a bill into law today that bans abortions. And this is according to Lila Rose from Live Action. Bans abortions on pre-born children 15 weeks or older. Which is typically, I will tell you all, the standard around the world. Because that's typically when a heartbeat begins. We are one of only three countries, China included, that thinks it's okay to kill children in the womb. And I love, and one of the reasons why I wanted to, to read this quote from Lila Rose is because I love the left is fantastic at wordsmithing. They love to call abortion reproductive rights or reproductive health care. They, they want to refer to, to uh, uh, children in the womb as fetuses. They don't want to call them what they are. And I love how Lila Rose ha- is now referring to them as preborn children, that these are children. Words matter. And then another piece of good news is that the Kentucky legislator overrode the Democrat governor's veto and they passed a 15 week good for ban on abortion. Right. Because one of the things I said, you know, if you're a conservative and you want to come at me or you want to debate anybody as to whether or not, you know, eggs in a fertility clinic that have been fertilized, um, you know, embryos that have That's been, that have been frozen debate. or or whether or not the. Uh, morning after pill is okay, or even up to six weeks. If it, you know, if you want to make an argument on when life begins, any but fifteen weeks when there's a heartbeat, don't, don't no. There's no excuse, no excuse. So hat tip to these. Lila Rose also live action also reported. Um, Oh, that at the bill signing, Governor DeSantis called out the brutal killing of the five infants that were found dead in D.C. and said he would not let that happen in Florida. There's still been no investigation on the part of the D.C. authorities about viable children that were found dumped in a bucket. One little girl obviously having been killed using illegal late-term abortion procedures, no investigation, no autopsies that were done. We also have movements across the country, hat tip to Kentucky and Florida, but we still have legislation across the country um, to uh, do something called perinatal care, which is to kill children after they've been born. So um, that's inexcusable. That's absolutely inexcusable whatsoever. But you know what? Let's give a little good news here for California, not related to um, uh, abortion bills, but I, it's not related to that topic. But we, but great news coming out of California today that the bill to force shot mandates, because all of this is related to one topic. What's going on with the, with the children today? Whether it is, um, you know, killing preborn children or killing children after they've been born, calling it perinatal care. Whether it's the LBGTQIA push for trans, you know, gender. Uh, all of that stuff, or even any of the mandates. What's going on is the left, the battleground is the left going after children in this country in one way or another. So there was great success today in California that the bill to force shots on children has been defeated. Kevin Kiley reporting today. 
So that's a great win. It's a great piece of news. That's a great piece of news. Great piece of news. All right. So with that, we're going to take a break and we come back. We've got a crazy story. Speaking of transgenderism, we've got a crazy story uh, to share with y'all about a New Jersey prison and transgender inmates when we come back. And I hope you come on back as well. 888-344-1170. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um, I, don't, I don't even know where to begin with this story. I just think it's the perfect example of the insanity involved with the leftist and the, the transgender push going on in this country. Um, two inmates at an all-women's New Jersey prison are pregnant. Had to get pregnant from some trans women. Right. <laughs> These women both had sex with the same transgender inmate. Okay. What does this tell you, Skins? Is this not, is this not, consider this a, a good old, um, uh, like like a classroom for um, what did it used to be called in in back when we were in school biology class right or sex education class there is male biology is biology biology is biology there is male and there is female right reproduction right so the ACLU had successfully sued, sued to house trans women which are biological males in this prison under the guise of equity right it just goes to show. Right, you can you can take the man out of the out of the title, but it's still a dude, right? The pregnant women are housed at the quote embattled. This is according to Daily Caller, Edna Mahan Correctional Facility in Clinton. And by the way, why are you naming it after a woman if nobody if there's no such thing as a woman anymore? Um, the New Jersey governor announced plans to close it. Um, according to the article, it's unclear if the women had sex with the same transgender woman. So there's more than one. Because Edna Mahan houses 27 transgender prisoners and over 800 cisgender women. So, by the way, one of the first problems I have with this article is there's no such thing as cisgender. The left does, they, as I said in the last segment, they're masters at wordsmithing. And then concern, because they push these new words, they push um, like that abortion is reproductive health, right? It might be the best thing that they do. Right. They're masters at it. And then you hear conservatives, like I was at this Republican meeting the other day, and this woman is starting referring to, you know, Caitlyn Jenner as a she. We're just, we're, just, we're just going right along with the program. There's no such thing as cisgender. Why is that word even being used, right? The correctional facility began to house inmates by gender identity last year after reaching a settlement in a lawsuit brought by a biological male calling himself a trans woman in the ACLU. Now, here's the result. They're running around having sex with each other, and we got pregnant inmates because it's, these are men. Right. Edna Mahan, the only women's prison in the state, does not require transgender inmates to proceed with reassignment surgery in order to be housed. So any dude can say that he's a woman and get to go in there and frolic all day long and run around having sex with women. 
In recent years, Edna Mahan has grappled with reports of widespread abuses and systemic failures. Uh, Ten prison guards face criminal charges stemming from an alleged assault on inmates, including a transgender woman, in January of 2020. This is a mess. This is a mess. This is another example of societal breakdown with the insanity going on. I don't care what you call yourself. There is male. There is female. This is affecting every aspect of our society. You cannot change biology. No, you cannot change biology. If you are a man and you want to call yourself Susie instead of Sally and wear a wig or grow your hair out or get some breast implants, I don't care. It does not change biology. And now because their opinion and their belief, which is not based in science, it's based in nothing but opinion. They're pushing, they push, and they push, and they file lawsuits, and they use the courts to get their way, and it is destroying this country. And it is involving every aspect of our society. And we got to be pushing back on it. And you know what? Pushing back against Disney has worked. What was it that the uh, what was it that the CEO said the other day? Let me see if I can find it. I was loving this. He said, um, Walt Disney Enterprises made a huge mistake going woke. And this is according to his very own CEO, Joe Barron. Barron said the company made a hasty decision and already regrets it. He says, people say they want this stuff. And this is a quote. Then we do it and the park loses half its guests in a single afternoon. He said, people just started walking out when Ariel came out waving a pride flag. Why would, why would Ariel need to be walking around waving a pride flag? Why would you think at a theme park that would be a great way to offend a significant portion of your attendees? Of course. Kids aren't offended. Wall Street Journal had a great opinion piece the other day on it saying that, you know, you're, you're in, in order to try to go at kids and indoctrinate, they're, they're going after kids to indoctrinate them, thinking that's their audience, when the reality is the audience are the parents and the grandparents who for decades have been forking over buku bucks on Disney products, Disney movies, princess gowns, park admissions, and everything that's going along with it. And it ain't the kids in charge of whether or not the kids go to Disneyland or Disney World or buy any of the products, right? It's the parents and the grandparents. With everything going on with Disney, you know, and the mainstream networks have covered this a little bit, but I, that's the first I have heard of that. You don't see that apology anywhere. No. Well, and well, it's not an apology. He's basically saying they regret it, but they haven't really changed no, their course, still have doing they? What they're doing. They got Ariel coming out with a pride flag. That, that what was the Ariel movie from? I don't even remember. The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid. Was there anything in that movie in The Little Mermaid that had to do with the LBGTQIA community? Not that I can recall. No. So they're not. It, this is this is. They're not even just trying to come out with new content like the executives were pushing out in their videos, saying we need at least fifty percent of characters to be LBGTQIA. They're trying they, to change the content going, that was originally produced. Yeah. I mean, what's next? Um, churros are going to be in you know rainbow sugar. The 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 churros. I mean, I don't know if if you you out there are. Uh, I mean. Uh, if, if you're a Disney lover out there, are you going to turn away from it? Because this Disney has been a part of my family since I was a little kid. You and me both. This is not just about some people are saying, well, you know, that, that nobody's going to abandon this. They're not going to lose much on this. Well, they stand to lose a lot because, like I said, it's not the kids. And it's not just that their audience, their audience isn't just kids. Their audiences are adults like you and I. I've spent I've spent yeah, my, once you're hooked on Disney as a kid, you carry that over into adulthood. Right. Which we did. And then we've got kids and we've got grandkids and we're saying, no, we're not going to take them there to have Ariel walking around with a pride flag. 
I'm not paying the money to go and see that, right? So I think we need to continue to be pushing back against this. Go woke, go broke. I think they're starting to notice that it's, that it's affecting them. And if everybody continues to speak out, maybe they'll change their, the, the tune. Yeah, maybe they will. Speaking of, of, of speaking out, um, we're going to take a break. We come back. But what Bojo, what Boris Johnson is doing with illegals should... Oh, nominee hero of the week right here. Yeah, he should be the blueprint for what we're doing here. So y'all want to come on back and hear this. 888-344-1170. This is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer is San Diego. AK, dynamite and address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. Glad to have you guys here with me. This is our final segment before we go into Easter weekend, Good Friday being tomorrow. Um, I don't know if this was like the right topic to end on, but I kinda, I, I'm kind of loving this topic. Uh, another bus of illegals arrived in D.C. today, sent by Governor Abbott. Initially, when I heard of that plan, I thought, oh, it's just kind of just a gimmick or whatever. It's not going to really solve anything. It's not, except that it's going to bring attention to the border because nobody's wanted to talk about the invasion we have. I have not talked about the Russian-Ukraine war for a reason because that is not the border or the nation's sovereignty that should be our priority now. And there's a distraction when my, you're talking yeah. about all Ukraine, Russia all the time. That's right. I mean, my heart goes out to Ukrainian well, it's people. Horrible. It's absolutely horrible, but that doesn't make it our priority, and it shouldn't be. I mean, we have an invasion going on in our southern border, which involves millions of people. So hats tip to Governor Abbott for putting some a spotlight on the issue. It's not solved yet. And you know what? It's um, a step. It, it, well, um, it's a step if it, if it gets enough focus on it that, to where when Republicans take the House and the Senate and we make sure that we get MAGA people in uh, the House and the Senate that they actually uh, try to do something to stop it. Although with Biden in the White House, I don't know. And their plan is to destroy this nation is if we've got three and a half, they can destroy us in the next three and a half years. But we But we can take steps to try to take our country back. Here's an idea. That Bojo, Boris Johnson came up with in the UK. They've got a problem in the UK of migrants, illegals using northern France as a launching point. This is according to ABC News. Somebody tipped me off to this story today. That uh, migrants have been using northern France, according to this article, um, using small boats um, where they're... hiding in where the illegals through northern France are hiding on trucks or ferries and in small boats organized by smugglers, kind of like the smugglers and human traffickers here. More than 28,000 people entered the UK in boats last year, which is like, this is a pittance compared to what we're dealing with here. Um, But to solve the problem, Boris Johnson said this, anyone entering the UK illegally may now be relocated to Rwanda, 4,000 miles away. Not exactly, not exactly anybody's idea of the ideal destination. He actually came up with a deal with them, gave them $158 million, the Rwandan government, in an agreement to pay for housing and integrating of immigrants. And this is going to be a five-year plan. So he's serious about this. And he says, you come into this country illegally and you're going to Rwanda for five years, whether you want to go there or not. That's a strong step. It is a strong step. He said, um, uh, we needed to stop vile people smugglers who are abusing the vulnerable and turning the channel into a watery graveyard. 
And of course, he's being called, you know, um, hateful. He's lacking compassion. Um, but he said his country is already home to, uh, oh no, that's the Rwandan guy said, um, uh, that this is about ensuring that people are protected, respected, and empowered to further their own ambitions and settle permanently in Rwanda if they choose. So if you go to UK, he's basically, he's, um, what Boris Johnson is doing is kind of like Governor Abbott, except in Governor Abbott, instead of Governor uh, Abbott sending him to DC, he's sending people to another country 4,000 miles away and he's set things up for them. In other words, you come into this country, you're going to end up in Rwanda. And if you're paying attention, they're telling you, this is where you're going to go. This is where you're going to go. And he means it. And that's the kind of courage we need. Of course, he's being um, same, same tactics against Boris Johnson is here that he's lacking compassion. He's just trying to to, you know, distract from covid or this and that. Uh, there is no compassion in letting the United States of America be destroyed via an invasion. We have human smugglers coming in. We have um, fentanyl coming in. We've already got enough fentanyl that's come across the border to kill over 100 million Americans. We've got MS-13 gangs. We've got guns being run into this country. And even if they are people coming here not wanting to do us harm, we cannot. This will break the back of us economically. And if you destroy the back of the United States of America, the country that has provided the greatest amount of humanitarian aid to the rest of the world, you break our backs and we don't, we're not going to be able to give to anybody. If you want the United States of America to truly be a nation of compassion, we got to stop the invasion at our southern border. That's what we've got to do. Um, I'm going to go quickly to the phones before we run out of time tonight. Philip from San Marcos is on the line. He's got something he wants to say on this. Hey, Philip, welcome to the Andrea K Show. Yeah, hi, thank you, and thank you for the nice topics tonight. just want to say real briefly that, unfortunately, I, I, you know what you were discussing with tonight with your guests, we have um, entities like the Black Caucus, and which wasn't mentioned tonight, but like uh, the Catholic Charities organizations that are actually funneling, uh, helping to funnel illegal aliens in this country. Mm-hmm. You know, they won't stand for that in the United States. Uh, they'll put pressure legally on us, even if uh, Trump or whomever was in, you know, uh, something like that won't just won't come about. That's what I think. Well, thank- it's a great start. Well, I think and, you're, um, yeah, I think you're right. Um, it, we we got to start somewhere. We got to do something to save our nation. Uh, I believe you. I believe in. Happy Good Friday to you all. Thank, Thank you. you for your show. Thank you. Happy Good Friday to you and Happy Easter. Anything you want to add to that, Skins? No, I mean, it's just what you said. I mean, there there has to be, are these gigantic steps? No, but you have to start somewhere and, you know, uh, the UK on several issues, this plus, you know, removing a lot of the COVID restrictions, they're looking a lot freer than we are over here. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting because we sometimes we feel like if it's not going to be a complete solution that we just don't even try. You think about the left and the progress that they've made. It's been a death by a thousand cuts. You know, everything happening right now, it feels as though this is also new, right? The cultural Marxist movement the, through whether it's the indoctrination of kids in school with CRT or the LBGTQIA 
or um, the Black Lives Matter movement. But it's all been culminating to this. You know, you look at kids. Hillary Clinton said years ago, it takes a village to raise a child. They've been they've been playing this long term game uh, when it comes to kids that your children are not really yours. They're communities kids. And um, it takes a village means that the school's really doing the heavy lifting of raising the kids. Therefore, they should be the one teaching kids about sex and transgenderism and all this. And if you don't let them do that, kids are going to die. You know, Andrea, it has been a death by a thousand cuts. And from that perspective, since that's the way they took this country to where it is now, maybe that's the exact way we get it back. Yeah. All these small steps in succession to get back the country we know and love. Right. And if the Republicans take control of the House and the Senate, they can do a lot. They can put a lot of pressure on the Democrats and Joe Biden. They can do a lot of investigations into the Black Lives Matter movement. They can do a lot of investigations, real ones, in regards to Hunter Biden. Right. They can do a whole lot to call out the uh, they can end the persecution of the political prisoners that from the January 6th defendants. Right. They could also force uh, Biden to resign. They can also. Uh, they, well, yeah, there's there's some ways that they, they could do that. Um, I, I'm not an expert on that. But that's something we should maybe explore next week. Um, there's a lot that they could do for election integrity on Monday's show. We've got Dr. Frank who's going to be here, who's going to be sharing an update on what he and Mike Lindell have been working on. Um, we're going to have, there's some more been breaking news on Hunter Biden uh, today, but I, I didn't bring it tonight because I got to research it and see, is it really, sometimes there's, oh, there's breaking news and, and it's really not. I mean, you know, I hate to bust on Hannity, but for three years it was going to be breaking news on indictments that never came. So I don't want to play that game on y'all and tell you there's No, we want to make sure it's authentic. Yeah, but there's some real things that could be done. There's legislation that could be done by the Congress to give us our freedoms back, banning any kind of mandate in regards to emergency use from masks, shot man mandates, um, seizing control of businesses. There's a lot that they could do there. Hey, we only got a couple minutes left for Easter weekend. You pulled a great article for ideas for people to have some fun this weekend in San Diego. There's all kinds of waterfront, uh, waterfront festival stuff going on. There's art exhibits, um, uh, you know, stuff happening down at the waterfront, go to uh, patch.com and there's great ideas if you're looking for something fun to do. Um, the Padres opening day today. You're going to go see the pot? No, you're a Not Dodgers. Not this weekend, but I am going the following weekend. I'm a huge Dodgers fan and my, my team's coming to town. So my sons and I are probably going to go the following weekend. Love baseball is here. Well, I don't. Uh, that's what, you know. Um. <laughs> I'll watch it so you don't have to. <laughs> Thank you. I just never fell in love with the game. I could have fun going to a game, just hanging out with peeps, eating, you know, popcorn and, you know, and peanuts because I'm a snacker, you know, um, whatever, it, whatever entertainment I'm watching or whatever. Um, so I can have fun going to a game, but just like to sit and watch it. You know, I'm like the I'm like those people that that. Uh, you know, I'd rather watch maybe that YouTube video with the paint drying. There's more people watching that than CNN Plus. <laughs> so anything's better than Chris Wallace at CNN. Yeah, yes, anything's better than Chris Wallace at CNN. Um, hey, love you all. Thank you so much. Happy Easter, everybody. Thank you. Happy Easter, everybody. Thank you so much for embracing the second hour of the Andrea K Show. Email me this week at andreakshow.com. Leave us a, a, a call at 844-814-5227. Happy Easter. Love you all. Peace out. Three 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.